0: What up everybody, it's back with the Feedback Podcast, and in this episode I sit down with DJ Gogo Garcia, and we talk about how he started DJing, where the name Gogo Garcia came from, it's actually a pretty funny story, and uh, we talk about song requests, his take on it, I love to bring that up to DJs, Uh, he tells a story about that time he got a a death threat actually, and then we talk about Dirty Bills. We talked about uh, the off-the-wall event that he puts together at the W with DJ Bird Peterson and a bunch of other stuff. So this is a good, good episode. I could talk to the guy for hours. So all right, let's go, go Garcia. See what I did there? <laughs> all right, let's go. we're live so this is back with the feedback podcast and uh today i get to talk to mr g to the third power gogo garcia so how are you doing i'm good how are you i'm good man thank you for coming i really appreciate it and man, thanks uh, for having me come on i'm trying to get it's everybody good to
1: be here yeah yeah thank you here. thank
0: you so much for driving and spending gas money to good come to all here, up here.
1: I could use, <laughs> yeah i could get out of the house man it's good, good.
0: Uh, So, just real quick, what do you? uh, For those who don't know you, like, how did you? uh, How did you start DJing and all that good stuff? I started DJing in high school. Um, So ten years ago? I don't
1: know. Oh, dude, don't make (laughs) me say it. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay, man. Um, Jeez, no, man. I guess it started, funny enough, when we started smoking weed, we started listening to electronic music, Uh and then we started going to raves, and that's when I'm probably like 15, 16. And then I really had no idea what the turntables even did. I didn't really get it, you know what I mean, as of yet. And then my friend squinty jones moved into my neighborhood and i met him i was skateboarding up at the the elementary school by my house mm-hmm. and i met him and he's like hey dude i got turntables and then
0: what is that
1: we went to his house yeah like <laughs> you know i had an interest in it before but didn't know what to, to do with it you know much less have access to technic 1200 so right 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 you know he uh he had like a summer job or whatever and got a pair of turntables and We kind of just like dicked around from there, and then like uh, like Bird Peterson and a couple other people in our little like high school crew used to go to our friend's house, have the turntables there. Um, His older brother was like a techno DJ, so he had like just like a huge pile of techno records. Not Shane, not Squinty Jones, but we had this other friend named Isaac, and we would all congregate at his house and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: get high and fucking can you name some records and whatnot can you
0: name some of the records i don't know anything about techno but i'm just curious
1: dude it was like even like houston people like i think it was like like tim xavier and stuff like that like shit you wouldn't like probably even know like some like just really good pile of techno records and it wasn't like my style i didn't know shit about it but like i learned how to play like i first got introduced to it and kind of dicked around with it on Squints turntables, and then when we went to my homeboy Isaac's house, his mm-hmm. older brother just had been into DJing, and I think he just kind of, like, abandoned it. Uh And we just had this big old pile of records that, like, a DJ, like, a DJ DJ would use, you know, like, some yeah, yeah, hardcore yeah. underground techno records. And, like, we, you know, it took us forever, but, like, yeah, we, like, kind of taught ourselves so how. And luckily we had, like, those things to our disposal you
0: know so you started with techno
1: i started like my first records were all house records and like disco house records but uh, my friend's brother like we that was basically the game as we would get stoned and just try to spin these techno records into each other and then just one day it finally like clicked
0: you're like this is what i want to do we
1: tried anything and everything like we kind of everybody just kind of went and racked their parents like vinyl collection yeah yeah, we were just trying to you know just figure it out like just play with records and figure out. So I guess we played everything, but like as far as learning how to DJ to like the proper structure, I guess we learned on like these techno records and then like
0: house records. So how did, how did it click for you that this is, this is what I want to do?
1: Man, I always, I always just thought it was cool as hell. Like we, that was the coolest shit when we were young is we went to raves and stuff, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of music was happening. It's funny cause we were into hip hop like the whole time. And Dirty South rap, like out of Houston, you know, I come from Houston, yeah, was just, you know, like in its heyday. And there was drum and bass, and there was techno, and there was trance. And so there you was got right in the middle beat, of all that was, stuff? Yeah, it was just a lot. Like, I don't know, like I think raves went on like 10 years earlier than that or something, and they kind of like revived and like with it a lot of like electronic music. And I don't know, yeah, we were just really excited about music and yeah. Just learned how to play it.
0: So your first gig was what? Can you remember?
1: No, dude. Uh, we used to spin. I remember my friend's dad owned like a country like kicker bar, like a dance hall. Yeah. Called the Texas Dance Hall in like the shittier town next to my shitty town. Mm-hmm. Like it's like right across like the, the bridge and we would go in there. We, we threw a party there, I remember, which is hilarious. But like we threw like one party that went well there, and then other than that, we would go and it was closed and bring our turntables and all our records, and that's how I learned how to spin on like a big system.
0: And this was in Austin? This is all in Houston. Oh, all in Houston? Yeah. So when did you come up with Go Go Garcia, and this is who I am, and this is what I do, I spin records? Well, first of all, how did Gogo Garcia come about the name?
1: Jeez, Gogo Garcia. I'd been spinning for years at this point. I probably only did Gogo Garcia like maybe like four years ago or something like that. Uh-huh. So I've been spinning for forever, and I'd never had a name really like that stuck. I had names, but I would uh, like oh, what? Give oh, me, no. give me some, give me some. Dude, names. one of them, one of them was DJ Riff Raff. So how fucking horrible. No. How, no, You know what I no. mean? I was gonna be Riff Raff, which there I think there was like already a DJ Raff, we found out. And then of course now Riff Raff came out, so that just would have been yeah, fucking. Yeah, that, that association. <laughs> I love Riffraff, but it would have just been horrendous to be have the same you know what I mean? It'd be like Yeah, yeah it's just would have been horrible. But we're uh it was Bird Peterson and I were like uh watching TV and this Dick Tracy cartoon came on. Uh-huh. And if you ever watch, like, an old Dick Tracy cartoon, like, they're pretty racist. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? Like, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't D- know.
1: Dick Tracy's, like, the tall white guy with, like, a really nice chin line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, like, all the, you know, the bad guys or the sidekicks are all, like, ghoulish, you know, yeah. cartoons. You know what I mean? He's the big hero, and everybody else looks all silly. And there was this guy named Gogo Gonzalez who had to be, I mean, it obviously was what Speedy Gonzalez was birthed off of. So he was like, uh, yeah, he was a good guy, but yeah. he was a Mexican and he was like real little, had a big sombrero and like a big belly and uh, he could run real races. fast, you know? Yeah, it was racist. It was racist. Not borderline. It was yeah, right yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, it. It, was, it was like, uh, he'd be like, go, go, Gonzalez, hit him off the pass. And he'd be like, go, go, go. And like, phew. <laughs> and he'd it, go. And, I, and we were just dying. We were just like, this is so fucked up. And I was like, dude, that's it. Like, go, go, Garcia. Like, that's that so it just fucking that was the first one that i came up with and like i mean it was like a million fucking dj names so like i've been putting in work for years and like for no name recognition bird peterson's already like doing his thing and you know semi taking off and this and that and like people i'm just DJ like whatever guy, i'm just the guy that comes and plays with him you know,
0: <laughs> you know what i'll just i really thought when i first saw your name I was like please let it be from from inspector gadget I really I was really hoping for oh, that. but yeah. it was the cartoon Yeah yeah yeah
1: I, I was thinking I was like why don't I I'm just lazy that I haven't pulled that sample and been like go go you know Yes. see
0: you yeah There's your idea There's
1: a million they say go in a million things you know what I mean so yeah
0: <laughs> Nice go go Garcia. Yeah. go Go Gonzalez. <laughs> it's ridiculous though you know <laughs> so as far as far as what you play, you're pretty much all over the map, right? I mean, you said you did techno, you did house, like you started with yeah, that. Yeah, which you we were hip-hop hop-
1: heads like the whole time, basically, yeah, which is exactly. funny, is that we were hip-hop heads, but I spun house, you know, like, I don't know, it's just funny. And we're we're whole- kind of into everything, but yeah, like I said, we snatched like... We snatched like I I went you know I went and got all my mom's records which you know bled into whatever my dad's records were so like I had like Cheech and Chong Led Zeppelin Pink Floyd like things like oh, that so this is the right time but like I kind of I think I understood like without understanding like I I remember doing a set my friend hooked me up for like Warp Tour he was like doing something for Warp Tour and he's <laughs> like dude they ha- they have some like hip hop tent like I can get you a set And this is like. Before I'm doing shit, you know what I mean. So like, we're D- everyone still on vinyl. It's like <laughs> you still expert, DJ whatever. Back I don't then? even rem- <laughs> fucking remember what it was. Yeah, dude, I don't even fucking remember what it was. But like, yeah, I put I remember putting together a set uh, that was like sick. Of like, if a, just, sorry for tooting my own horn, but it was like fucking. Go ahead, go ahead. It was party rocky. You know what I mean? Like it, but it was jumping all over the place. There's lots of like classic rock type of shit in there and like weird shit. And it's I don't know. It's kind of like what's fun about vinyl. So. I don't know. I think early I kind of understood like different things mixed with different things and like just having such a ragtag big pile of vinyl. Oh, do you had a collection. Helps you you be eclectic a little more. You know what I mean? Like this wasn't like I didn't have any money to go record shopping. I didn't have, you know what I mean? So it was like in the early days, like we had a couple of fucking good records, but we mostly had like whatever we could get our hands on. So Mm -hmm. we were a lot more creative with just kind of like playing ridiculous stuff or stuff that people weren't really you know if you were a dj you weren't associated with playing that kind of music you know right i mean one but thing it's like what yeah what with you, all the
0: stuff you had what, that your parents had yeah. and since you got out you got up on it pretty early i mean 14 15 that's you know pretty early and you you into all these types of you know all these types of music you know you understand how yeah, they it work was, it wasn't understand.
1: like a closed argument to me you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was straight up like we were going to the, the like the underground hip hop events, and we were going like you know trying to rap and do all that sort of stuff, like trying to produce and blah blah blah. All the while, we'd go you know spin house records and you know mm-hmm. it's just I don't know, it just never capped off to me. I was like you, can, I don't know, it sounds cheesy, but it was like a you can do anything thing to me. You yeah, know yeah, I am mean? yeah, yeah. like you can play whatever because I I like cheesy music, and you know coming from an era where everything's supposed to be so fucking cool and niche and blah 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 mm-hmm. like i would you know i was fucking psyched to play like elton john or whatever it is because you know? why the like, fuck not yeah, These people
0: yeah. should know so when you so you came to austin when
1: oh shit when the fuck did i come to austin somewhere about like six seven years ago
0: Uh huh. and when did you start where did you start
1: uh man cuba libre wasn't that it dude it was speakeasy uh-huh. Uh, my friend that I was in a band with in high school, my good friend, uh, Alex, uh, knew he was like in a fret or something with one of the guys that was like a manager at Speakeasy. Mm-hmm. So we basically like, <laughs> Bird Peterson lived in Austin. I'm like sick of my hometown, not getting shit done. And I'm like, call him up. And I'm like, he just moved down to like go to school and stuff. And I'm like, dude. Can I come like live on your couch and just like get a fucking pizza delivery job and like get the fuck out of here and like let's make this DJ thing work? And he's like, "Yeah, dude, come on." Mm-hmm. So I just come with like nothing, you know, like what I can put in my fucking car and uh, sleeping on his couch, and we just we set up the turntables, uh, we make demos, and then we just burn CDs and just go. We didn't know shit about Austin, and we just went everywhere in town just knocking on bars' doors, like, during the day. Man, like, hustling. Dude, we had to. We had. I mean, we were fucking scrappy back then, you know? Yeah. We had yeah. already been in, like, kind of, like, the the hip-hop scene and stuff like that in Houston, you know what I mean? Because I don't know. So we kind of, like, had the fire underneath us. Like, we'd done some shows and done some things, and so we were kind of psyched up, and we're like, yeah, dude, let's do some demos and blah, get out there. And, like, while we're doing this, my friend called me, and he's like, oh, yeah, dude, so-and-so needs a DJ up at Speakeasy. Mm-hmm. And so we walk up there and uh, yeah, the dude's like, yeah, cool, man. Come in. We played like, you know, we got booked for like one night and it's basically like the tryout. We still get paid. It's like the tryout. We got in there and yeah, all of a sudden we're getting paid. So professional DJ like that.
0: Gogo Garcia officially,
1: yeah, in the in the <laughs> house, yeah, in the ho- in, uh, in the corner on the on the foldout table, f- fucking playing vinyls for rich people that are assholes.
0: <laughs> it works, man. Yeah,
1: you, it, you it start- was it was boot camp. I was like that, and then I then uh, they it was right before they closed down because I played mostly up on the patio, so it was right before they closed that patio down to like remodel, and so they moved me to Cuba Libre, which was the sister bar.
0: Cuba Libre for those who don't. Who are old enough to remember. Google <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was really good. It was it was dope. They had was it reggae? I think they had reggae. It was reggae. dope when I was there. I'm just kidding. It was dope like, when I was there too.
1: Dude, it was it was uh it was it was fucking stupid is what it was, man. It was like a it was like a fucking like half-ass attempt at like a coup- Cuban like restaurant slash bar. Yeah. I think it was like straight up like like Austin's funny with the way it like opens up bars on like trends you know like I haven't seen it many other places but like I mean, I'm not sure if this is like the year it opened up, but it pretty much opened up when like kind of like the Latin ballroom dance. Craze, yes, like that's Pick what Mecca. it was. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. was like there was like Dirty Dancing too, like Havana Nights. Like there wasn't Cubans that owned that fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Like they just they just like Dude. did the decor like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, like I it's found- Cuban sandwich or like uh, fucking rum and coke. Like, here you go. See, Ooh-ba. I found out years Ooh-ba. later, Ooh-ba. that's what Ooh-ba. it meant. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had funny. no idea.
0: That's what I, that's what I was yeah. having, but I had no idea what, that's like, what it meant.
1: Have you seen that bar? That bar on Sixth Street that's like called Friends. Yeah, that was like came out when like the show Friends was popular. There's a bar called Three Eleven. On 6th Street And I don't know If that's the fucking address Or if it's like The band 311 was hot
0: Look there was 512 It was easy you know. Yeah but you know
1: What I mean though It's yeah. like funny How that shit I don't know man Like I don't know If I'm reading into it Too much But fucking There's just been Some bars in Austin Where I'm just like Damn that's your Whole business model Is like this, <laughs> this And it come hot, and go hot, I hot know nights. Like yeah Like fucking All I'm right. sure they made a, They made. I know they made A fucking ton of money though They oh. dicked me out Of a fucking shit ton of money
0: Probably I mean, you're up and coming. People don't really know you, and then they're like, "Oh, well, I, was can-
1: ha- I was happy to play for the fucking the money I was getting." You know yeah, what I exactly. Mean? Like we were just getting in the game, just starting to work the circuit. You know, That's but it was—I do I don't know—I had some good times at those spots, though, and like the parties really jumped off, and like I kind of really fine-tuned because before that, it was all like kind of playing whatever we wanted to play. You know, like it was just playing like house music, just playing. You know, just like. Hip hop music, but that's when it got into like, man, I need to make sure I have all my Michael Jackson records. I need to make sure I you need guess to I have show all up. my Prince, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, just, know shit. But, but like, it's all shit that I like. But it, it kind, of, it helped me kind of fine tune that, and like, I really got like a stellar party rock set going. You know what I mean? Just kind of like endless, like, I, I, don't know. It's funny, like, records are such a pain in the ass now. Like vinyl's such a pain in the ass now. But mm-hmm. like then, it's, I mean, that's all there was. And so, like, to think about it, like, I knew without having to, like, look, like, where to put all, like, the pitch control and, like, you know what I mean? I just knew, like, in general, like, this one's faster than this one. And you know what I mean? Like, it was, I don't know, it was, like, I did it so much, it became, like, second nature. And, like, I don't know, it's funny, like, you kind of, like, organize your piles, like, accordingly and this and that, like.
0: Oh, yeah, the whole method and everything.
1: but, But that was, like, yeah, the beginnings of that is, like, it really was, like, DJ boot camp. Just like having to fucking, I mean, I was pretty young, new to town, Mm -hmm. and just like, I mean, getting it from all ends from these fucking oblivious ass fucking warehouse district party (laughs) people, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, it was a huge pain in the ass. It taught me a lot at the same time, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know, it's fucking funny, whatever that's worth. It's (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, that's where I started when I got into town, you know?
0: Nice. So, actually, um, having to deal with all these warehouse district assholes, <laughs> as you call them.
1: <laughs> great, fine, the fine people yeah, of the, of fine the other people. Austin. <laughs> well, it's just a pain in the ass to, like, be, be somewhere new, see all this cool shit going on, and then I got the fucking, the fucking asshole. The people that don't know, you know what I mean? I don't know, I don't know. Right, so this read is, to this is a great... It, like yeah, And this, be so general about it, but it's, you know...
0: This is the great segue, because uh, uh, this is... A, Something I like to talk to about DJ. I love talking to that about this about uh, to DJs. I talk to Mel. Talk to Slice. If you haven't heard those, go back and listen to them. What is your policy when it comes to song request? Fucking. That's it. That's all you said. That's it. It's fucking.
1: Uh, it's it's <laughs> um shit. Nowadays, I don't take them uh, uh, at all.
0: If,
1: if you want, if you want the jukebox, you got to put money in the jukebox. So. And I'm a grown man by now, so the fucking, you know, a couple singles ain't gonna do it. <laughs> but it's like, but really, though, like, it's it, it, it fucks up more than it's good for. And, like, I'm not... People think DJs are such dicks, but it's, man, like... Kinda of tying into the earlier stories, like I used to be a nice guy, <laughs> like, you went the other way. <laughs> I was a nice guy, like I was a big old sweetheart when you get into you know when you get into the biz and then like uh it's just a million drunk people just cause people want horrible shit back like it's not it's not like they're they're like on some feasible shit like You're getting bombarded with the worst suggestions. And it's it's most of the time, it's like when you're killing it. So, like, the whole room's going crazy. People are having the time of their life. And some girl's like, will look you in the eye and be like, yo, play Katy Perry. And I'm like, (laughs) no fucking way. I'm like, I don't even have that. And it's just like, I don't get how people don't get it. Because as long as we're, like, reminiscing and memory laning it, like, back in the day... Uh We would have fucking rather fucking put our toe under a moving car than like have gone up to the DJ and like told him what to do, what to play. Like the DJ, like all all spanning from like vinyls was like the DJ is that that's what they do. They're the record person. Mm -hmm. Their whole fucking thing is that they collect dope ass records and then they spin them together. Right. And so it's like they're telling you what the fuck is good. And don't get me wrong, shit totally gets past the DJ, but it's like, it's for another time, another place, you know? Mm -hmm. If you want to have a conversation about music, do it while I'm not DJing in front of hundreds of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's like, I don't, that's what what people (coughs) don't get is they either think it's easy or they just think it's like, you know who I blame is fucking Siri because they fucking pick up the fucking iPhone and go, Siri, play this now. And Siri's like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. And they like, motherfuckers will request a song from you and then when you say you don't have it, they will go, well, I got it on my phone. Will you play it off my phone? And that's when you go like... You have no idea what's going on with this, like, <laughs> no. do you? Like, you think I have a fucking jack that's gonna hook up to your phone and then you're gonna play a song on your phone and then everyone's gonna be like, oh yeah, it, like you're those? killing it. Like, yeah, man, like <laughs> you got that new shit on your phone, and then what if your fucking phone rings? And like it's so it's but it's just ridiculous, you know what I mean? And I get I understand requests and I get that people want to hear requests. I'm not like dumbfounded or like insulted. If someone wants to ask a DJ for a request, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, man. Like we have really good DJs in town and you can tell that they know what they're doing and you can tell that they have just a method to what they're doing. That's true. What I've noticed, even if you don't know shit about DJing, you can fucking tell DJ Mel knows what the fuck he's doing. Kid Slice knows what the fuck he's doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like those guys are, they're doing something. So like you go up there. While they're doing something that's working really well, and then you just like people will just start naming no, no, but, but songs back. Saying, no, no, hold like, on, hold on, hold on, on hold on, on, on. Okay.
0: hold on. But when <laughs> when you get when when you get to that um, the party rock mode, yeah, and you already had like you're you're in the zone. Yeah, everybody's dancing and everything, you just and you're mixing. Them. Yes, yes, that's usually when they come up.
1: Because it's exciting and they want to be a part of it. Yes.
0: And they want to be they want to be like holy shit. I'm
1: the one that asked for this song or this is my song. So they want to be everybody else
0: will like this. To which
1: I say if you want to decide the music, go fucking learn how to DJ and go book a DJ night. (laughs) Like you have every right not to like the music. But if you don't like the music, fucking leave. Like, fucking leave. You don't like the fucking music? Fuck you. Who the fuck are you? Everybody else is having a good fucking time. Mm-hmm. One person doesn't like the music. I'm going to fucking switch it up. Like, so dude, is there... I've gotten... Oh, my God. Go ahead. Uh, not on <laughs> you,
0: but you're going off on a rant, which is great. I love it. But is there, is there a good way for you? Say To so
1: request a song? Yeah, okay, let's Yeah, it. definitely. You're request not a song.
0: You're not spitting. Request
1: a song and then accept what the DJ says to you. If the DJ says "sweet," I'll play it. Just take that. If they say "sorry, I don't got that one," they don't fucking got it. They don't got it. Or sorry, that's what not what we're doing tonight. You're you don't fucking. It's not Siri. Yeah, it ain't your fucking yep, instant ones,
0: gratification, man. Like it's, it's you're living and breathing jukebox to to some people.
1: Yeah, and those people can fucking will never get their song played. <laughs> They'll never get their song, dude. I had a death threat this year. Are you kidding Someone me? Someone told me he was gonna kill me. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna name the bar. I'm not gonna name no, the no, person. I'm gonna keep it real vague. That's fine. A grown man, uh, in probably his 30s, requested a Drake song. In the middle of what? It, it was. It was. It was pretty in context. Mm-hmm. It's hip hop. Um, I don't play a ton of Drake. I yeah. play very few Drake songs. I try not to be like a hater on new shit, but I. It's like, for example, like when Kendrick Lamar came out. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar's good, but I didn't know what was like good to me and what was gonna like last yet. So I'm not gonna just because somebody's new play every fucking song they put out. Mm-hmm. Now I play a couple Kendrick Lamar songs that I really like and that really go with what I spin. Okay. But the the week the album came out, I wasn't fucking playing the shit. So I'm I'm real reluctant to fucking play Drake because he's so big. The, yeah, it's whatever the fuck ever. comes out it doesn't matter yeah. if it's absolute garbage which hadn't really been the case you know but like it doesn't matter if it's if it's absolute trash they you know what I mean like the public just still wants it and yeah, like, but that, here's the thing is like if I'm the guy that plays that song that's just on the radio then I'm just that guy that plays whatever the hell you know like comes on iTunes or whatever like I'm I, I have to have some sort of Integrity on what I play, or it, I'm just I am just the jukebox,
0: you know. Yeah, you are. The so radio. it's not
1: an insult. It's not saying your song's bad. It's not saying. It's just not.
0: It ain't going through me, you know. So what did he say? He walked up. You were in basically of it just.
1: It just escalated really fast. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't really play. I, I don't have that one, man. I'm sorry. And uh, basically, just I, I, I was I was pretty I was pretty drunk at the time. Uh, uh, it was like nice. towards the end of the night, you know what I mean? And like, uh, this dude wasn't that, like t- the, s- the lights were up. No, okay. no, but, like, uh, basically, I just told him really nicely, like, I wasn't going to play it and just kind of, like, you know, I was trying to, like, converse with him and blah, 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 but he starts trying to, like, just, it's like... It's my girl's
0: birthday uh, or No, what's
1: no, not whining, just kind of, like, fucking, uh, what's the word, like, getting cock strong, like, being, like, you know, like, oh, well, how much money you make here? How much <sighs> money you make, doing that sort of thing, and I'm, like, man, it's really enough, bro. I was, like, it really is, it's enough, <laughs> and I do what I love to do, man, so, like... You know, I'm the kind of person that if someone starts giving me shit, you know, unfortunately, I'm the type of person that feels like giving them shit back. You know what I mean? Well, of course. Because they're fucking with me and I'm like, oh, if you're going to be a pain in my ass, I'm going to be a pain in your ass. It's kind of, it's a pretty. And he said know, I'm going to kill a, you? No, no. I was just like, <laughs> what I say to him? He's like talking about, he's like bragging about money and shit, which I find out like. This no dude tip, nothing. Isn't like, no, 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 nothing. What he was, uh, he was just like uh. What the fuck did he say? He's just talking about money, man. Like, he's just lying about this money. He's like, man, I make like 400 grand a year and like all this shit like that. And I'm like, dude, I don't care what you make, man. I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> and then he's like, I, I was like, stop him, you know, dead in his tracks. I'm like, I don't fucking care what you make, man. That has nothing to do with any of this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, money's fake, man. <laughs> I'm all drunk. <laughs> he's looking at me like, I'm fucking crazy. I'm like, money's in your fucking head, man. I was like, we're not going to go fucking bring our certificates back and claim gold one day i'm like money's bullshit man like you know just getting on some dumb shit you yeah. know just to like fucking annoy him and it just escalates real fast and he just yeah fuck you. he had some other run-ins with like other djs i think and i think that's like what made him like so mad but he's like fuck you i'll fucking shoot everybody up in here i'll fucking kill you But and i was like i was like really i like turned the music down i'm like you'll kill me Really? You didn't hear you'll Drake? kill me. Yeah, I'm like you'll kill me. <laughs> and I'm like, Drake. Yeah, and I'm like Drake. You'll murder me. You know what I mean? You're gonna be on death row. They're gonna be like, what happened? And be like, I got. Let play my Drake song. I shot up everyone in the club. I'm like, you're fucking ridiculous, man yeah just i don't know this but that a, was like good. that was a mile that was a milestone for, for is... the dj thing because i've been <laughs> i've gotten in, a million arguments a million bullshit things but that was the first time someone he's like i'll fucking kill you like and like uh, you know i don't know if he meant it meant it but like it looked it's like so he, funny, it looked though. like you meant it you know what i mean like he was that mad like he was on like a rage fit like over a drake you bastard song. like yeah and i'm like god dude like it'll come on the radio like See, every don't, 10 don't, seconds like don't listen
0: to drake it'll make you want to kill people <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious, man! People love that. That's drink. awesome. Yeah. So, what what do you think is you know um, the role of the DJ?
1: Uh, atmosphere, man. Atmosphere. It's uh, there's two things you need at a party, man. Uh, of course, there's other things that count, but you just, I mean, you need the bartender and the DJ, really. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you're in a place where a dj is needed it's pretty much to hold a certain atmosphere that's proper to that crowd and fucking pump them up man like it it really it really matters in what context you are in in the city of austin yeah the role of the dj is to set up on a folding table in the corner of a bar and just try to get people (laughs) as drunk as possible
0: yeah but do you but um what i mean is that like
1: well, it's to be the record well, guy. It's like what I well, said yeah. earlier about the guys. Like, it's it, I'm I'm a fucking record nerd. Yeah, I'm but a, you know, I'm, you a, I'm, know a music. I'm a music nerd. Exactly. Like,
0: every time I talk to you, every time I've talked to you, we had this conversation, and you always bring up, oh, you know, this record was from this and that, and then this is how it came up, and like, I'm learning stuff.
1: Yeah, so like, you, you're trying to learn music. You know what I mean? Like, the DJ is the, the one that's there to kind of like give you that musical education. So it's like, yeah, com- I remember hearing Comp 1. In Houston back in the day And they had You know he's like a hip hop DJ from Houston And they're having an 80s party And he mm-hmm. broke me off on like 15 80s tracks that I had I never like That weren't in my brain You know what I mean It was right, stuff right, that right. was like May have been like Fairly common to like The person that would go out To the club in the 80s mm-hmm. But I didn't know about that shit Because I was a little kid in the 80s So it's see, You know this, what I mean like, I go so through the so, same so, thing So you, you, you look at like You go to see a DJ To see what I don't know to hear the type of music that they play. There's DJs that play everything, but like I don't know if there's a fucking dope reggae DJ you go to kind of get broken off on like what's the dope reggae shit. If exactly. There's a good house DJ you you're like what's up in the house world. See, or what you know,
0: it makes me wanna. It, it doesn't even listen, mean it,
1: necessarily mean new. It just means no, 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 good, no, 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 no. It just means know? good.
0: Like if I hear a song, I mean I've done that so many times. I'm I could be standing there. I'm dancing or whatever, and I hear song like I don't know who the fuck that is. Usually I'm pretty good at guessing, yeah. The artist, but I mean, some shit, the You just don't know. Exactly. I just They're don't just know. So of songs It makes me, there. it makes me want to, you know, pull out Shazam or even go behind the DJ booth and be like, what the fuck was this? Oh yeah, this? you
1: got a track jack, dude. Like, it's- <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can't. I got. To. Everyone talks shit, but I'll fucking do that. Like if I if I hear nah, some badass I mean, song, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Sometimes I, I hear play that,
0: you know. I hear Chicken George do some stuff. I hear you do some stuff. Andrew will pull out shit out of his ass. I'm like, what yeah, the hell is that's this? That's the
1: thing is, you got to go see guys like Chicken George. You know what I mean? Like Chicken George is dope, and he knows just he'll he knows zillions more records than exactly. most people will know. So if Chicken George breaking off some crazy soul jazz gnarly like thing, you don't go over and be like, "Play, call me, maybe." Like <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why people get mad is like because if that constantly happens when that outweighs what you're trying to do, that's when it gets fucking shitty. Like. Mm-hmm cuz we're coming from a good spot like the dj
0: no dj wants to play and nobody moves yeah Right. nobody wants to I'm trying to give you a
1: good time and exactly. you're coming up being like overly disgusted that I won't play your like piece of shit Britney Spears <laughs> song you know what i mean like <laughs> you're gonna get lines, you're right? gonna get the dickhead side of me you know what i mean like you're gonna get like the no if it's fuck me or fuck you it's fuck you you know what i mean like i'm i love music i'm in this for all the right reasons like mm-hmm. i want to I came here to have fun and dance and the whole nine, and like i don't know i don't think me not playing requests is the poison element in the shit, you know what i mean I like
0: don't, i don't think so either and, and I, I really I, I really appreciate what you do and uh and like i said every time every time I hear you play uh well, anywhere outside of dirty bills, we'll get back to that, but you break out some stuff, and I'm like, I have no fucking clue, and I enjoy myself because i'm i'm learning and i'll look i'll look it up i'll try to see okay if i like this artist then maybe i like this other artist yeah that's
1: great that's that makes me feel good because that's what yeah that's what i'm trying to give and that's what i'm trying to get from the dj experience as well Mm -hmm. the people that i listen to and people that i try to pay attention to are the ones that i feel like i'm gonna learn something from or get some you know what i mean it's not the guy that just goes oh itunes told me what are the top Ten songs. I'm right. Gonna play the top ten songs. Right. 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 Lists. Lists can help. I've gone on Beatport before and like grab a couple things off the top <laughs> ten. Or what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. shit can help. And i you know I try not to scoff at anything like a hundred percent. But like, there's people that just play the songs they're supposed to play, mm-hmm. and they. I understand why they do it. They're playing it safe. They're playing these places. They're you know they're trying to get paid cuz you can't do this very long if you're not getting fucking paid, you know what i mean? Well, like, yeah, but yeah, it's what, an expensive what's your hobby?
0: What's your ratio? You say music that like you have to play? You
1: I don't have, do anything i have to play anymore. Well, and that's i have the you luxury have to, of that now and i thank god for that like, you know, like i don't have to anymore.
0: Don't like, have to play niggas in Paris? Or well, dude, it,
1: well i i i had to go song. that route cuz well i was um I don't know. There's a place for all of it, I think, you know, to an extent, Uh you know what I mean? Like I kind of get the Jay-Z thing, you know what I mean? Like, but like, yeah, there's some places I'll go and some places I won't go, I guess, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I've kind of, I've kind of expanded that a little bit. In the realm of like mainstream rap as of late, because I've had gigs that have that have kind of required it. You know what I mean? Right. Like I know you're you know you're like a you're like a hip hop fan like a backpack like hip hop like fan. head nodding boom so, bap that's yeah. What it, and I play I love playing that shit. You know, but like I don't know, the kids don't get that shit. You know what I mean? Like like you, some do, and you yeah. can break them off sometimes. But like you kind of you know when you're going somewhere and you're kind of certain crowds you have to meet like in the middle because I play. Like, we talk about Dirty Bills on, like, Sunday. Like, I try to play all things, like, rap in hip hop basically i try to kind of like go through the whole span of things mm-hmm. that i feel like i like to play in that realm you know and i i try not to get too backpacked to the point where it's like
0: well, yeah, we got course. some
1: spoken word and some like scary no no, no i'm not
0: i'm so, not asking you know, to play ashley i know Riddle but
1: then stuff. but then i'm i'm not trying to play you know chief keef either but it's like i play almost
0: chief keef you know like I, I get close I even, you know i don't know? even I get, know i i heard the name i don't even know what he does i don't know what song that is but i i think that when you play when you play within that that range especially if you say okay well this is hip-hop right yeah um and with a place like uh like dirty bills you're bound to play the same stuff from week to week
1: well it's just uh, my, i'm not gonna brush up a brand new dj set every week so well it's not like, every week how it works week. is yeah yeah but how it works is like you basically have your like meat of like what you like to play and like I have a lot of I get kind of compulsive about my like routines yeah so it's like you know if something fits then I add it to that like ultimate like two-hour routine you know what I mean like like it's it's I don't know but like things get peppered in you know what I mean but I, I only pepper them in if I feel like they're bringing something to the table you know what I mean just because something new came out doesn't mean I'm gonna play it right but if something new comes out and I'm like oh well I can kind of like throw that in here which has been happening a lot lately Mm kind of in the rap world I've been finding a lot more jammers because kind of like on the hip-hop conversation it's like there's a lot of good hip-hop and a lot of fun like golden era hip-hop but like it's also man you gotta you know you're not trying to like read a book in the club either you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. if it's I used to hate all like the dirty south shit for a short period of time like you know what i mean i loved it and then all of a sudden i was like oh no man hip-hop blah 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 you know and then but then but then (laughs) but then then you kind of get it you know what i mean and it's like well this motherfucker's talking about getting drunk and partying at the club because this is what you get drunk to at the club like you go to the club you get wasted what are you trying to do you trying to pick up chicks it's all it's all a, a little dumb and goofy and blah 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 but like it's there's a time and a place for it, and it's it's right, fine. Right, if you're right, partying, right. you're partying. You know what I mean? Like I see, you know, I see what you're saying. But you know? do,
0: do you have do you have like? See, talking about routines, do you have like a okay first couple hours early early in the evening? Maybe you know you, you play a little bit of that. When it gets really jumping, like at twelve. Oh, I mean on a Sunday, it's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, maybe. Yeah now we can switch to this and then towards the end of the night, slow it down. Like you have some kind of yeah it process kinda, like that. It,
1: it kind of varies for me. Like I used to, when I first started DJing out, I would play, I would, you know, you only have X amount of records. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, Oh, I'm going to play all my records that are like pretty good, but not the big jammers. Like mm-hmm. that's what you play early. Right. And then you save all your jammers for like the last two hours or whatever. But then you realize you're like, well, I got to kind of bump a little bit because mm-hmm. I got to keep people in here to make those last two hours like hit right you know what I mean so it's I don't know it it really depends on what I feel is like tasteful like if I'm uh if I'm in a party like situation I usually try to hit it hard like right away even if there's not a lot of people there because I just figure there's enough music and quite honestly, if I spend something in the first thirty minutes and no one was there to hear it, fucking I'll play it again <laughs> the last thirty if it if it works. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's whatever works, you know? So like when I play like the W, like I'll play I'll play a little more new school, like chill. I mean, there's a huge like, difference between the sort two. of stuff. But you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. is, like I'll start slow there and then I'll work up. But somewhere like Dirty Bills, you kind of want to walk in and be like, "Oh yeah, let's party," you know what I mean? So like, you don't want to walk in and I'm fucking like you go, hitting w- you with some retrospective, like
0: yeah. You walk there W, you go, "Hell yeah, let's just sit down and talk about work."
1: Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah, yeah Well, there's a couch there, there's a yeah, fire, there, exactly. You know, the lighting's like dim. Uh, it's like yeah, just fucking st- have a seat. You know, I have a seat. <laughs> That's chill. Get a drink. You know, like, those are the good. two
0: the two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm every, yeah. So uh, talk to me about that um, off-the-wall thing you got going on with uh, your good friend, Bird Peterson. My
1: friend and I, Bird Peterson, uh, both started spinning at the W Austin. It's almost been two years now. Really? Yeah. I started a while back, like kind of when I got the foot in the door, Mm -hmm. and um, we would DJ there, and there's two big record walls there, as you know, Mm -hmm. and it got really hilarious just having to explain to people that we weren't playing these records off the wall it's like a hilarious trick you talk about requests do i understand requests mm-hmm. in like a context like that it's like i can totally understand why you would see this wall of records and ask if we're playing these walls off or these records off yeah. the fucking wall you know and then we're just like no you know what I mean? we got no, like there. yeah yeah we're <laughs> like no no tonight like no so i'm like dude like it's hilarious that we're like having to like you know not play these records for these people. So it's like, you know, just kind of like got at the manager and was like, why don't we do a night, call it off the wall, do it on like an off night, you know, like a Tuesday, somewhere like early in the week, Mm -hmm. where it's more of kind of like a vinyl appreciation and more of like a listening party type of structure than it is, you know, a DJ performance. So people can come, they can pick a record off the wall and play it. So we've been doing that for a while. And now what we're doing is um, they're making it their industry night. So it's all service industry people get like cheap drinks and industry bleeds into record stores. So we're gonna include record stores employees and nice. kind of people in that biz. And I think I think we have more to talk about. That might kind of blur into maybe some other things. But like, yeah, we're doing also like a bring your own vinyl from home format. So what? Oh, we're you're try- going to get some
0: good requests. If I bring a call me maybe record, would you play it? Uh,
1: if you if you had it on wax, <laughs> I'd yeah. Sure. Oh okay. Uh, a Britney sure. song on wax pretty much anything on wax you know what i mean like there's very few things we'll you know we won't play i mean i bring
0: drake on wax if it yeah. exists <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like yeah it's it it's but that's the thing is that we're uh we're kind of taking a new approach with it and i'm excited about it because it's like we're going to try to get you know kind of like a battle of the vinyl nerds going you know what i mean cuz like record, you know we're talking about learning from music and learning you know different types of music i mean like I mean you, that you, wall you think you uh, think you know yes. you think you well it's not even the wall it's like when we're talking about people bringing them from home like you think you know about music until you meet the guy that's been chained Behind the record store counter For 15 years And like He yeah. don't make money But he still owns the store And he's in it for the love And everything he owns Is covered in dust And he like You know what I'm saying Like that dude's pile Of like blues yeah, records Is like will kick your whole Fucking collection's ass Like You, you know what I mean free. Like Yeah <laughs> He could knock your Music theory teacher On their fucking ass With his record collection You know what I mean So like If we can coax those guys In there That's really kind of What I want to turn it into That's a so dope
0: idea Get man. a lot of
1: musicians in there And kind of Just conversation about music And then kind of, you know, it's a nice swank place. You know, drinks are expensive. If we can get all, you know, all the street level people in there and get them, you know, some drinks without breaking them. And then we can Mm -hmm. all have some, you know, listen to some. I love the idea. And and,
0: uh, you did a thing. You guys did a thing the other day. What the other day? Last month for the Christmas one yeah i that thought it was, was <laughs> great i mean every christmas song you can think of that's, and i don't know that many but that, dude, was, that
1: was that was more bird peterson man like i helped him spin it but um he i don't know how he really does it other than just intuitive research but he's like yeah he's just somehow got his hands on like every amazing christmas song that ever like he had all the stuff that like stacks put out and like mm-hmm. You know cuz like uh, what's funny about that is like I'm 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 glad you brought that up cuz like we talk about that and we're like dude it's insane how many Christmas songs there are and not just people like doing renditions of jingle bells you got yeah, like yeah, James yeah, yeah. Brown and Rufus Thomas and inner the just like, they all the ja- did it. well just everyone and, and and you think about it like if if you turn on like a serious radio station and like it's the Christmas one or whatever mm-hmm. you'll hear like Tom Petty and like the Rolling Stones and you're like how the fuck did they get these dudes to do christmas songs and it's because fucking it was in everybody's contract back in the day because uh-huh. a christmas song can make you a jillion dollars man like oh, mariah nice. carey's still eating off of all i want for christmas well, yeah, it's, sure. it's an automatic single because it's it's themed it's that time of year uh-huh. so if you have the dopest christmas song that year everyone's gonna buy that record for their christmas party you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's gonna you know you, you it's your label's going to make you do it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So like, it's funny that you just have like some of the most amazing acts like in recording history, just like kind of pulling a Christmas song out of their ass. Cause they have to, they have to do one, but that's, but that, but that's, that's a good point. Like not on Christmas stuff, but just on record culture in general, there's a lot of different reasons why a lot of different music was made. And there's a lot of different genres and a lot of different labels, a lot of, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's so much, it's, it's so interesting to me to kind of just, like, it's it's a sound archive of life. Like, music is I mean, about, you could pick
0: any holiday and make it and see what kind of music was done just for that day.
1: I heard somebody say, and I don't remember who it was, it was like an interview or something. They're like, there's a song about literally everything.
0: It's Halloween, you have 4th of July, but like all But even specific, stuff?
1: like, I walked down the street and ate a sandwich, like, somebody wrote a song, like, in some language about that. And there's stuff... All over the world, and do off the, the wall. I will just the, walk the, down. Well, stream, the interesting, walk out, eat the sandwich. the interesting <laughs> part is like it's all been shelved. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone thinks everything's on the internet. Everything is not on the internet. There's stuff that's gonna if you don't go dig it if you mm-hmm. don't go get it out of half price books before they throw it in the dumpster like it's gone mm-hmm. like there's stuff that's gonna go just forever be gone I mean, and you I got, go I... and you digitally record it and you remix it or whatever like it's up to the nerds you know what i mean and so i don't know like
0: and i gotta say you know as far as uh the off the wall thing i never thought it'd be that much fun I I'm not a DJ. I appreciate music. I can't even say
1: way to have faith, man. I Appreciate, yeah, you.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, look out of my night, like that won't be fun.
0: No, but I mean, just going through that wall. Oh, it's, it's a blast! Fun. It's so much fun. Like it's my favorite you, thing to you, do. <laughs> is, it's seriously, you you go through like the first three shells, maybe on the left or on the right, and then you're like, "Holy shit!" There's a you know, last time I found the whole Disney. Disney, yeah. Disney classic uh, record, yeah, and like oh, and Bruce Springsteen, oh, and uh Barbara Streisand. But that's
1: the fun of it is that the records—they're
0: not advertised or anything. You just got to go through them.
1: That's the thing is if you if you dig digitally, which is can be a huge tool to go online and like yeah. find music. You have to know what you're looking for. Exactly. Records find you. You just go dig through a pile and you come upon something and you're like, holy shit! And then it changes your musical outlook. Like that's what's so fun and so crazy about it. And it's funny that you should say that because I've had some people come up to me and they're like, oh, this is awesome. And they're just, you know, drinking their drink and digging through the thing. And then other people will be like, I want to hear this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if you go find it, I'll play it. And they're like, well, you don't have it like in order. Like they want the instant gratification. That's oh, funny. No. Like, But that's funny though. You know what I mean? Like they don't get it. Like the fun is not just me playing
0: this stuff it's really going to find it yeah and the other other thing
1: that i love like you go dig it up and we all listen to it together and like whether it's good or it sucks or whatever we like are having fun with it it's bringing you together you know
0: and what's even more fun to me what i love doing is i don't i don't know all the stuff that's on there but i just pulling out a record and look at the cover and the art on it and you you look you know you look the other the, uh, you flip it you look to the other side and you're like holy shit I mean today yeah you it's something tangible exactly. you know, you
1: look at it you smell it like the whole the whole exactly. thing man like
0: exactly so it's it's a, it's a great idea so if you guys haven't checked it out uh, yeah, it's every
1: it's every second Tuesday every second w. Tuesday at the W off the wall yeah service industry gets cheap drinks and so does uh, record store industry which we have a lot of in Austin because we're very lucky and yeah, definitely. I'm kind of psyched because it's, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can get a lot of those people out and just kind of, I don't know.
0: We'll, we'll get them out. We'll get them out. You've been on the show, so now we'll get them out. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. So now we're going to play the game. Okay. Instant feedback, so you have to close your eyes. All right. And the first thing that pops in your head, we're only going to do five of them. Okay. Okay? And first thing, you don't have to explain or anything. Okay. Cool. Sunday Funday. Dirty Bills. All right. Drink a choice. Whiskey. Austin DJ scene. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would I wouldn't laugh after that. God damn it. <laughs> Vinyls. Yeah, yes. Yes. You mean yes? Yes, please. Oh, yes, please. Okay. I thought I didn't
1: have to explain. Okay, man. okay, 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 <laughs> okay.
0: I'm like yes. I can say anything, and you can say yes. Like yeah. <laughs> to me, I thought he said yes. As in yeah. I heard. I heard what you said. <laughs> no. uh, sandwich. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Next, next. Yes. Please. <laughs> Bridgegate. Bridgegate. Funny.
1: Funny. Are you aware of that? Oh yeah. Okay. Good. It's hilarious.
0: I know, because I, I always throw one just to throw off people, yeah. and you're the first one that actually knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, good. Good one. Uh, let's go to... Bridgegate. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> that thing in New Jersey with, with Chris Everything's Christy. a gate. Yeah, yeah like, like bridge a gate.
1: gate. People probably don't even know what the fuck Watergate was in the first place. No,
0: really. they add gate to anything. Bridgegate. Uh, fucking the news. All right, let's go through some of the stuff, a uh, question that was asked on, on Facebook by Carlos, which we know. He asked, uh, what has been your favorite experience as a DJ? Yeah,
1: you know, I know what he's getting at, and it was. this is definitely one of my favorite, if not my favorite. It was a couple of years ago, Carlos is uh, one of the owners over there at Dirty Bills, and his birthday is on Halloween. Nice. So... I play Dirty Bills on Halloween and it's just fucking party time. You know what I mean? Just like, I love Halloween because you can just go, it's no holds bar. Like, it's, it's, you can just play the cheesiest, craziest, silliest, you know, 80s, 90s disc. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can just kind of just go nuts and people are just like, just accept it because they're, you know, no yeah, one's trying to be cool. They're yeah, exactly. like, let's, let's party. You know, it's right. like a very few, you know, one of the very few times where people just really, Honestly get it
0: mm-hmm.
1: So I'm playing in there And I'm just slaying it People are going You know It's just going down People are going nuts I'm feeling myself I'm like Oh this is going great You know what I mean And it was like The year That like Sexy Saxman came out You know who Sexy Saxman Oh sax man yeah is?
0: The guy who does The <laughs> Ma- George Michael song <laughs> Yeah, yeah like The George so Michael thing
1: This dude There's been like A couple that like Walk through With like Inflatable saxophones Like they You know they yeah, got like, yeah, a, yeah. like a half ass Sexy Saxman thing Going on but then there's this one dude that, like, might as well be the sexy sax man. Like, comes in, like, mullet wig, mustache, sunglasses, no, sh- you know, just like, yeah, all yeah. Shit. real saxophone, just playing George Michael's, uh, what's it called? It's I Never Want to Dance Again. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just escapes me right now. But, you know, yeah, I know you know what, what I'm talking about, viewers, listeners at home. But, uh, Fucking So this dude, you know, he like jumps, gets in there and just jumps on the bar and starts playing it, you know. And like like the whole point of the video, you know, like the sexy sax man stuff is he's just like interrupting whatever's going on. And it's like hilarious because mm-hmm. he's just playing that like powerful yet hilarious like sax riff like over and over and over. So he's doing it and people just start like, how you know, just all gathering around him and be like whoa, whoa, taking pictures and everyone's laughing and stuff. And I think it's hilarious, but he's upstaging me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, like, over there, and I'm like, yeah, but he's kind of doing this at my expense. Like, the dude's a genius, you know what what I mean? This is, like, a good time, but he's kind of, like, fucking... The funny part is is that he's undermining my shit, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, what can I do to this dude? And I'm like, oh, wait, I got the fucking song. So he's sitting there, like, bam, 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 like, you know, just doing it, and everyone's paying attention to him. And I I just cut the... The uh the music out, you know. So everybody uh-huh. thinks I just like got pissed and stopped playing or something. So I just cut the music out. I let them go a, cu- a couple, and then right on beat, I go do do do, and just the whole place like ah, just like starts I going. I was there that night, yeah. dude.
0: I was there that night. That was a blast. Yes, right? I was there that night. You got on the bar and started yeah. doing yes.
1: Yeah, and like he owned it, and like instead, you know, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, it was it was funny. It was like it was a, it was a if you can't beat him, join him. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that was that
0: was on point. And just yeah, that was so on point. That was yeah, so on point. That was Good a call. pretty
1: damn funny. Yeah, that was a pretty live experience. But that's I don't know. <laughs> With DJ you're trying to like make a connection and have fun, really is the main point, I guess. So mm-hmm. that was like everyone really had fun. And like I met that dude like later, like some weeks later, someone like introduced me to him, and they're like, yeah, that's the dude that was like the sexy sack man i was like what's up dude like, <laughs>
0: classic it's pretty classic funny.
1: yeah all
0: right so we're about we're almost done uh do you have any uh plugs shout outs you want to do
1: man uh shit well how can people I got get a hold of you i got the gogo garcia shirts oh yeah that's on right on and popping i got my merch game pop no uh well actually my only plug i really want is uh gogo garcia at soundcloud I've been mm-hmm. starting to get my mix game going a little bit. I'm horrible about putting my content online. Mm-hmm. I've done a couple good mixes. I just dropped one today for the W, which is like, a you know, put a lot of chill stuff on there. It's a, it's a good, fun mix. Mm-hmm. Good, chill, new school mix. But yeah, pretty much SoundCloud. Uh, my main gigs right now, I play Dirty Bills every Sunday. I start at 6. So I usually go 6 to 10 or later if it's packed, and it usually is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all dirty hip-hop, you know.
0: Dirty party
1: Party shit, you know party shit. If you're partying on a Sunday,
0: Sunday fun day, you're getting booked, You you know what I mean.
1: So, you know, just kind of doing that whole thing. And I play uh, the first two Fridays of the month in Houston at Boondocks. Uh, Every second Friday, I do a party called Plex in the City, Mm -hmm. which is just my tribute to H Town. Uh, hip-hop still or yeah just all like h-town rap so the first half of the night is just all dirty south rap and then from midnight to two it's all h-town rap so i mean if you come from houston you 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 really understand kind of like i don't know there's just some some things that are very classic to houston and like the south in general yeah but like you kind of really see what houston has done for modern rap music and like a lot of things have shaped around what dudes did in Houston, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, I don't know, it's like like a point of pride for a lot of people. So it's just, it's a themed party, like an 80s party or something like that, but it's like pretty much heyday H-Town music, and I try cool. to just do all things H-Town. So if
0: you're repping H-Town, if you're in Houston, go check them out at the Boondocks, Boondocks every
1: second Friday. And I just picked up First Friday's there, which that party's called uh, Go Go Garcia, the greatest DJ of all time. And
0: uh, <laughs> Modesty is a good thing, yeah, man. A, yeah, You should try it. It was pretty funny, man. But <laughs> uh, are you at the W still or that's over? Yeah,
1: I'm at the W. I play the W uh like six times a month. So it's every second Tuesday. We do um uh off the wall. Yeah off the wall. Like we about, yeah. Uh I play every other Wednesday. I uh rotate with Bird Peterson and then I play like the last two Fridays. And then like pick up another one, so it's like semi random. But like, I, yeah, I played the W Austin quite a bit.
0: Yeah, good group. stuff, really good stuff. And Twitter, Facebook, and everything's
1: stuff. just Go Go Garcia three words. Yeah, there's go, not, not
0: twenty five of them. Yeah, type. if you had one more go, you might end up on some yeah, yeah. Else's, <laughs> someone else's account. But it's just two goes in a Garcia. Uh
1: huh. That's it, man.
0: Cool, cool. Uh as far as what's going on this week, uh, on Thursday at the North Door, there's uh, the Good Life and Austin Mike Exchange on the ground hip-hop showcase. Uh, it's 5 bucks, 18 and up, and they got all the people from the uh, Mike Exchange, and Crew 5-4 is going to be there too. If you haven't seen their new, uh, their new video called Recognize, that production is solid. I'll, I'll have you I'll have you check it out, man. It's really good. Yeah, it's nice. really good. Nice. Magna uh, Carta, uh Secret Levels, DJ Charlie, special guest, DJ Dig, and uh DJ Pagame from Peligrosa. After all the R S when I say Peligrosa. And then uh if you go to if you're on the East Side, back to Life. Uh, which is uh, funk soul classics with DJ Shawnee and DJ Mahayalani. Really good stuff. All that funk soul. Uh, these two ladies really putting it down. Really good music. You feel like dancing. Uh, then on Saturday, Saturday I say Red River area is what's happening. You got Hen- Henry and the Invisibles at Stubbs, ten to two. Uh, Five dollars online, eight at the door. Henry Invisible is the one man band. You ever seen the guy? No. One dude, and he does it all. Like, he'll he'll play the bass, loop it, and then it add the, the, the drums. Yeah, he does all of that. Thing. Oh, yeah, and he sings on top of that, and he keeps adding to it. It's impressive, man. You got to see that kind of stuff. Uh, so, that's Stubbs, uh, so that's happening at Stubbs, inside. Then Plush, of course, uh, on 7th and Red River. You got Dick, Charlie, Jessica, K. Kelly, and the rest of the crew, no cover. And then uh, right around the corner at Empire Control Room, you got the Austin Boogie Crew, which uh, Chicken George is part of. So, if you like Chicken George stuff. got uh, I like Chicken George. Yeah, I like, I like chicken. Well, I like chicken. Everybody yeah, likes everybody chicken. Like chicken. Everybody likes Vegetarians chicken. Vegetarians like chicken, man. Yeah, exactly. So, go check it out at Empire. Starts at 9 o'clock. Uh, no cover, 21 and up. So, 70s, 80s, funk, boogie, all that good stuff. So, uh, that's it for the episode. Mr. Go, go, go. Go, go, Garcia. Go, go, Garcia. I don't call you Riff Raff, just to fuck with you.
1: Funny <laughs> shit. I opened for his ass. Oh, what would have happened then? Oh, that did. just would have been a, such a fucking clusterfuck. It would, been, <laughs> it would have been so shitty.
0: No, but thank you. Thank you very much for coming, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, and you guys, uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can uh, you know, comment, share. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. And uh, you can also email at podcast at thefeedback.com. B-A-K, of course, because I'm a narcissist. And uh, (laughs) and that's it. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. You have a good one. Till next time, guys. Ciao.